Hello, hello and welcome. It's Trucking Answers, the podcast, the best podcast because you only have to get me through your ear hole. You don't have to look at me. And I think that's pretty good from all the reviews that I get. I'm here every Tuesday and Friday if I can make it to get this podcast out because it's the best trucking podcast on the internet. I'm also here with my co-host Gracie, but I will do most of the talking today. I want to thank Turkey for being here. That is the country of the week. Two downloads in the country of Turkey. So that is pretty awesome. We're worldwide, worldwide. Turkey is out there. Thank you, both of you, unless it's this, possibly the same person. So unknown, why don't you give me a write-up? I'd appreciate that from Turkey. The uh, YouTube channel of the week, here's something to send you over to Doug DeMiro this week. Probably a lot of you know who that is, but look, if you don't, type that in there. Doug DeMiro reviews all kinds of cars, weird cars, cool cars, exotic cars. Started out years ago, like 2 million subscribers over there. You need to be one of them. I watch most of the videos. They're usually around 30 minutes long. You'll see all kinds of cars that you wouldn't otherwise see. If you're into that, that's the place to be. Today in Mark's Minute, which I just coined right now, so I get to talk about whatever I want at the beginning. Uh, let's talk about the jab versus polio because mask mandates and everything are coming back. So this is how I want everybody to think about it or at least possibly think about this. People are saying, Fauci, especially Fauci, I want to I wanna talk to you about. He says, look, you need to go get this uh, jab because, and that's what they call it, right? That will protect other people. And I want you to think about this versus polio, which has been around for a while. You may have heard of it. There's a vaccine for polio, which many people have gotten. Well, when you get the polio vaccine, that protects you. So it wouldn't matter to you if uh, someone else gets polio, meaning you will not be the one getting it. You should be able to walk around you know, in a place where people have this because you've been vaccinated. And if it doesn't protect you, then what's the point of getting it? And you see, other people can decide that. They look around at the evidence and then they make their decision. And you play your cards and you take your chances. That's how, that's how freedom is supposed to work. And so that's how you should think about all these things in the guise of freedom and, you know, People are just too quick to have other people protect them when they can go protect themselves. Today in trucking news, a driver who was caught smuggling 110 illegal uh, aliens into the country had first said, now get this, hey, I thought it was heroin back there. I love it. I love it. And then when confronted later uh, with people in the back, not Soylent Green, he said, okay, okay, you got me, basically. And look, at I can't make this stuff up. Oh, really? It's people? I thought it was illegal drugs I was bringing into the country. That is a true story. So, turns out, no, it's people. Oh, he goes, all right, it's people. Sorry. Maybe he thought they were holding drugs. Either way. He's in prison, and hopefully all the people will be returned to their home country uh, through parachute drop. <clears throat> now, a driver 
and a pickup truck is driving along with his 10-year-old daughter, granddaughter, okay, I'll, ta- I'll say granddaughter, that's what I actually think it is, a semi in front of him apparently kicks up a rock, you know, the driver didn't know this, sends it through the windshield and kills the 10-year-old kid, boom, just like that, is that crazy, that, that is wrong place uh, at the wrong time, certainly. Truck driver, of course, not charged in this, didn't know. I don't even know if they stopped him or anything, and I know there were no charges or anything, but that is a crazy story. You're just there, boom, you're gone. So whatever you're going to get ready to do in your life, uh, why don't you go do it? Because you never know uh, how many digits you get. I thought that was just really something. The truck driver, you know, you have no way to know this kind of goofy stuff's on the road or whatever. No way. So not blaming anybody. I just thought it was really something. Now, remember I talked about on the... uh, YouTube channel, which there is a YouTube channel for Trucking Answers, if you didn't know that, which you probably do, about Nikola. So they're going to bring us these amazing, uh, you know, hydrogen trucks and all these electric trucks and everything. Well, the founder just got indicted. (laughs) I talked about them rolling the trucks down a hill, which I'd read. In their press releases, rather than having the trucks actually drive, they just rolled them down the hill and it the way they angled the camera, it looked like they were driving, but they actually weren't driving. Well, what prosecutors are saying now is in the static pictures where the trucks are all have lights on and stuff, that's actually just plugged in in the back. The truck is actually plugged into a wall outlet that you can't see. That the truck has no drivetrain at all. It just is a shell. And these videos and promotional materials and stuff were put out to basically lure investors into something that wasn't real now the the only problem really that they have with him is that he lied about it so they say right uh not that you know it wasn't official or whatever that wouldn't matter as long as the truth was out there about it (laughs) when you hide a plug in the back and then roll the thing down a hill to uh get people to invest it turns out that is a big problem and so this guy's got even more problems than he had before. I-70 is closed in Colorado, 87 to 133 mile marker. They don't know when it's going to open. That's why I'm putting this out on here. Uh, it's August 3rd today, but heck, this could be closed for a while. There's a bunch of mudslides, boulders, rocks, uh, everything else on the road. They're bringing all kinds of equipment in. They closed the road for 46 miles. Here's the detour. <laughs> Go to I-80. Oh, hundreds of miles around. But what I wanted to tell everybody is if you have to detour, be sure to get paid for that, you mileage-based drivers. Make sure your company will pay you the extra miles to go around. If you have to go up to I-80 and go around, holy mackerel, you need to get paid for that. Some companies do, okay? If you have to detour, some are very good about it, some are not good about it, okay? Do not, uh, don't be at a place that's not good about it, but make sure If you have to go around, tell them, look, this is the route, and have your route refigured so that you can get paid to go around. There isn't uh, any point in going hundreds of miles without being paid anything. People don't value their time enough, and they should. So if you're going to go up that way, go get paid for it. Tell them, you know, this is what I have to do. Here's the detour, whatever it is. They need to pay you. For the route that you're taking, not the route that they have on there. And this happens all the time with people hauling hazmat. There's a lot of towns where you can't go through. You have to go around Indianapolis being one of them. <coughs> which you have to go around anyway now with the uh, closure. 
be sure to get paid to go around. Even if it's a few miles, 200 miles, doesn't matter. Get paid. Get paid. Let's take a minute down to this Walmart driver. There's a Walmart driver that uh, got 4 million safe miles. 4 million now, let me tell you. That's no KLLM, but uh, <laughs> okay for, for those of you from the YouTube channel. But um, that's pretty good. 4 million safe miles, amazing. He's in the top 1% of the drivers. I'm like, how many drivers do they have with 4 million safe miles? That's super uh, unusual. When you go to the Department of Transportation, it's such a minute number when you get to that you know, point zero 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 something, uh, you know, two five or something percent of drivers that get to that many miles with no problems. It's uh, such a small number. So that is very impressive uh, at any company, Walmart or any other. It doesn't make any difference. That's an impressive feat for a driver to get to four million miles without a ticket or an accident. So that's pretty good. Companies are looking to import drivers. Now, this has always been a deal in the industry. And the article actually talks about Groendike, although there are other companies doing this, but they're mentioned in the article. So we're going to mention them here. They are using this company, which I've talked about, Visa Solutions, which is uh, the only solution is lower pay for everybody. They are importing drivers from South Africa, and they're mad that it's taking so long to get them through the visa process. Groendike says, oh, you know, we've spent a lot more money at this, and we're spending all kinds of money and we just can't get drivers. Well, what what might be the reason for that? Why couldn't you get drivers? If you're just spending money and can't get drivers, maybe money isn't the problem. You see, if people were treated better, maybe they wouldn't have as much problem getting people. Now, I'm not, I don't know how they're treated there, but I'm taking the industry as a whole. People are just tired of being mistreated. When there are 2 million licensed CDL drivers in the United States that are not working in the industry, there isn't a shortage of people available to do the job. There's a shortage of people willing to do the job. And I think that's a huge difference. That is not addressed by the industry, by Grow and Dyke, or by Visa Solutions, certainly. Bringing someone in from another country with a much lower standard of living is not going to be helpful to the people already living here. It may be a short-term solution for that company, but it is not a solution to the people that are here. Of course, companies, uh, all companies really, don't care about that. They only care about their own freight movement. If they put a little more thought and caring into the people that work for them, and all they'll say, oh, we love our drivers, whatever, baloney. <laughs> if there's any unpaid time, that's baloney. So don't want to hear about it. You know, talk to the hand. I'm holding up a hand, which you can't see because you're only getting me in your ear hole, which is very nice. Visa solutions is not the solution. Going to another country to bring people in is not a good problem. If you continue to raise pay and can't get people, pay isn't your issue, is it? If you continue to raise pay and then there are 2 million people that are still unwilling to accept your offer. They're ready. Uh, they could work with just a physical probably for many of them. And they won't take your offer up. That means there's a better deal somewhere else for them. You know, think about that when you're trying to bring people in to wherever you are. You over there at Visa Solutions. Of course, what do they care? They're getting paid to import people here when it isn't necessary. These companies, they that go to the government. They're like, oh, well, we need help to get, uh, you know, drivers. Well, you have drivers here. Why won't they come and do your job? That is what you should be considering. 
I want to talk about some automotive news. There's a little bit of automotive news. Did you know Toyota still makes an Avalon? <laughs> well, they do. And apparently they're going to stop making it in 2022 because the last old person that was going to buy it died, apparently. So <laughs> there's nobody over 89 years old now left to buy the cars because that's who buys them, new certainly. And so off it goes into the wilderness of cars. The automotive press was saying, well, here's another sedan biting the dust. Look, hardly anybody buys this thing. Uh, it's being outsold by a Maxima, which has got a CVT in it, which is like horrible. It's only buying these things new, old people. Sure, yeah, it's reliable. Absolutely. Very reliable car. No problem. Boring, right? Super boring. And to drive and even to look at. There's a TRD edition of this, too. Did you ever see that thing? Yeah, yeah. Big grill. Slap a spoiler on it. Boy, that's something. That's what your grandpa coming over with the spiked blue hair. Uh, you know, all different colors. Yeah, with the TRD Avalon look. It's going to the uh, wasteland of cars and nobody will probably even notice. You know, they're, I guess they'll lose all the ads out of AARP magazine that they were putting these in. But uh, there's no other way to do that. GM's closing three truck plants next week. No, why? No computer chips. There's no chips. We have no chips. The workers get 80% of their pay. They get paid 32 hours a week when the plant's closed and their insurance continues. Now, you think about that. Everybody gripes at me. Oh, well, unions don't do you any good. Oh, yeah? How many drivers sit around every day? Oh, first two hours free or whatever. Here, people are going to sit at home and get paid. Why? It's in a contract. That's why. People voted on it and worked it out that if we don't come to work... You still have to pay us. That's the deal. That's the power of standing together with each other and telling the company, this is what you're going to pay us or none of us are coming to work. They'll get 32 hours of pay while the plant is closed. That is not bad to sit at home. Well, Mark, that's not a full week. All right, they're not working at all. They are sitting at home with their benefits. Everything still accrues, all that. They don't have to use their vacation and they get 32 hours of pay. To not come in while GM tries to figure out how to get some more chips. And a lot of these places are having a chip problem. Ford has 60,000 trucks. I saw pictures of sitting on the ground waiting. They said they're going to ship them to dealers. I guess because they're out of room. And when they get the chips, they're going to send it to the dealer. So the dealer can finish making the vehicle and then sell it. Each car manufacturer has a problem with the chips. And it does a different thing at each place. For GM, a lot of these chips are controlling their um, cylinder shut off and the auto start stop. And they've actually started selling some of them without the auto start stop, which is good because that's about a useless feature anyways, I think. But Ford, I don't know what it does in Ford. They didn't say. They are having another problem with it. Camaro also going by the wayside. 2024, last year for a Gaspard Camaro. It's going to be replaced by an electric sports car, whatever that's going to be. The uh, Camaro, you know, Zap or something. I don't know. They didn't say. Camaros are not big sellers either. They sell more than Avalons because, you know, people don't have to be, you know, in wheelchairs to drive them around. But they don't sell that many of them relative. Now, I did. I have a car channel as well. I did a video comparing a Camaro, ironically, to a Bolt, which was sitting next to it and almost the same price. Camaro had a 6.2 V8. 
and it was only a couple of thousand dollars more than the electric car. Now, yes, Mark abuses gas, whatever. Okay, go have a blueberry or something. I don't know. It uh, it was about the same price. It's just not a big seller. Same, uh, you know. So it's going to go by the wayside. It's going to be replaced by an electric car of unnamed uh, proportions yet. Ford is going to go to car ordering as well. Are you ready to order a car? Are you ready to go ahead and order your next car? They're going to have less and less cars on the lot. That's what they said. They want a short, you know, a small supply, basically a sampling, kind of like a Whitman sampler box of cars on the lot. And you can go in and test drive one similar to one that you want and then order the car you want and they'll make it and ship it over to you. Now, this is how um, my dad used to do this. I remember going into the Oldsmobile dealer regularly, and we would go down and check all the boxes. A couple of Plymouths, so we had a couple of Furies. And we would check all the boxes. Here's what I want, this, and that. And then we would wait. And six or eight weeks later, at 10 weeks, the car would come in. They'd call, and we'd go pick the new car up. And it's set up exactly the way you want it. You get only the options you want, the exact options, and nothing more, nothing less. No ups and no extras. You got it exactly the way you wanted it. Foreign cars, it would be harder to do this with a foreign branded car, no matter where the car is made, like an Accord made here. Because, you know, once you get an EX, it's basically set up that way. But American cars always had 500 different options you can get. You know, you'd always get like an extra gauge package. We had an Oldsmobile wagon with a gauge package on it, which I've never seen when it's done. They had all these gauges that hung down by your knees, all factory stuff, all kinds of factory stuff on these cars. And American cars are big on that, especially pickup trucks. You can order them so many ways. So you can go in and check all these different boxes and get the exact rear end and everything exactly the way you want it set up. And Ford is going to go to this. Now, we never paid anything extra for that ordering the cars and as far as i know they don't do that now either but what ford is trying to do what they said is get away from all the incentives they have cars sitting around for a long time and they finally have to slap huge rebates on them to get them moved because they'll make a car in a weird color or whatever and it sits there because nobody wants it and i don't know why they even make them and so then they'll slap these huge incentives on it and you go all right i'll take this weird color for this money but they're going to go to ordering. So you'll be able to go drive a pickup truck, you know, a test drive. But then they won't sell you that one. You go order one from them and then it comes in. And this actually saves the dealer money too. People don't maybe don't know. There's what's called a floor plan. For every car that they have that sits there, they have to pay a monthly fee back to the manufacturer until it's sold. That's why the longer the car sits there, the better the deal you can get on it. If they want to get the thing off their lot, they're paying tons of money to have it sitting around. So they're going to be ordering cars. Now, I want to tell you a reason that we're not on Mars. Yes, there is yet another reason that we're not on Mars. Dateline, Maine, home of Stephen King and, I don't know, other people. A man was setting off some fireworks. And he thought, you know what would be a pretty cool idea? Is if I held these fireworks on my head and then set them off. Yes. Uh, as you can imagine, holding a mortar on your head and setting it off is generally, um, like the album cover, a recipe for disaster. So he set it off and basically blew his head into New Hampshire somewhere and uh, they had to go get it. Not great. He's dead, <laughs> as you can imagine. 
And his friends are like, oh, that they probably thought it was patriotic at first. And uh, then turns out the red part was, you know, brains and stuff. So not great. Either way, dead. Do not hold fireworks on your head. This person, fortunately not on the Mars train, headed up there with the rest of us on the Mars One plan. Man puts mortar on head, blows head to next state. Not a great idea. All right. So moral of the story, set fireworks off from a distance, light fuse, and run away, as it says on the side of the package. I want to thank everybody for listening today to the podcast. Uh, If you have any ideas or suggestions for another podcast, please let me know. If you have uh, something, maybe a reason that we're not on Mars, send it to me. I'd love to know what it is. There's a YouTube channel that goes along with this. Please go over to YouTube and check it out. I will see you there. I do a live show on YouTube every Monday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Eastern Time. And I'm also here for companies. Another thing that I do, help companies with recruiting and retention. If you are a company, write to me, mark at truckinganswersnation.com. You do not have to go to South Africa to get people you can get drivers right here good drivers if you'll just make a few simple changes and we'll talk about it so thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next podcast right in your ear hole